0: Welcome to Sam and Maggie Hickley, coming to you live from inside an oven. Basically.
1: Wow, yeah, I, I closed the blinds in this room, so it'd be less of an oven, but I, I feel you. I feel your pain.
0: Yeah, it's about 90 degrees inside of my house. Uh, Jesus. About 95 outside of it. Thank God the sun's about to go down. But I, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> well. I I have to have my fan pretty low for recording this podcast. You're welcome. Uh, yes, and, thank uh, you. I, so my solution is to have very purposefully placed ice packs around my body
1: wow i also so creative
0: yeah i have two full glasses of ice water also so
1: oh that's so smart gonna well
0: what i was doing before this was lying on the ground on the lowest floor of the house trying to soak (laughs) up some of the cool the cool temperature into my body Yeah. yeah
1: right yeah well anyway the the creative one over there is maggie um, with her solutions we don't, for you
0: don't you don't need eating. to do that for me no 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 share a little bit about yourself you can... I'll no I'll introduce myself thank you very much
1: okay I apologize that was probably uh, a rude man thing that I just did so I I'm Sam I do rude did man you ca- things did you
0: catch that sort of um, spraying noise that's a little. I have like a little compressed can of water that I found while cleaning my bathroom. Just gave myself a little spritz, to try to cool Jeez. down from that little. Well, you know, you got me. I, I'm all fired up from the heat. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: okay, no, like, that's okay. You
0: apologize, but I should also apologize. You know.
1: No, you're fine. It's save this anger because this episode. Oh, this episode. Oh, sure. We're... <laughs> We're have to talk uh, so about this it.
0: is Sam and Maggie hate Glee. We are a pair of siblings who are rewatching all of Glee. We are yes. on the third season, the third yes. season, episode four, "Pot of yep. Gold." However, there's some contention about the actual title. I think.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, on streaming services such as Hulu and Netflix, it is "Pot of Gold" with the with the F. Uh, on Wikipedia and the fandom page for uh, Glee, it is "Pot o' Gold," no F.
1: Yeah, so I mean, honestly, I think it it's definitely got to be that second one, right? Definitely got to be the pot ogle. Perhaps
0: I mean, did did streaming services look at that and be like, well, no, we <laughs> They
1: they tried to do a little self editing for Glee. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's called in the actual, like in the like box set the of books, Glee.
0: The the Glee yeah. Bible. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm. It's not worth looking up. It's, it it sort of is. Note.
0: It is interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. No, I agree. I think that is one of the things we're going to have to talk about this episode is that um, there, this is, because the... if you couldn't it's... tell from the name, we're going to get an Irish character. And yeah, this, this character is going to be very Irish, like... very,
0: very Irish, exceedingly Irish. Uh, so it's written by not one of our three boys. Did you notice that?
1: I did, actually. I yeah. saw that. It's
0: written by prominent Hollywood lesbian, Allison Adler.
1: Yes, I I know I, I I did I did actually a little homework of my own this time because yes. um, I was just curious and it was cool because she's she's worked on stuff like uh, Supergirl and I the don't new normal, I don't know like, about
0: Supergirl I haven't heard great stuff about it.
1: Oh well, I haven't heard anything about it, so it maybe gets that's
0: canceled that's... now.
1: Yeah, well, so was the new normal, and so was Glee. Yeah,
0: um, uh, the new normal was good because uh, Andrew, Andrew Reynolds was in it, yeah. but other than that, it was. Not great.
1: Yeah, that's... Well, the the better, the more interesting one, did you notice the director of this episode?
0: Adam Shankman.
1: Yeah, did you notice what... Did Did you notice what other episode of Glee he directed? No. It's the Rocky Horror Glee show.
0: Oh, no. God. (laughs) Don't have him back.
1: (laughs) Those were the only two Glee episodes he ever directed for that one and this one, so... Yikes. um, It's
0: not a good track record, man
1: no so let's the the other information about this episode it originally aired on november 1st 2011 with 7.47 million viewers which is down from last week's 8.42 million we're starting to hit some of like the actual lows of glee i think because i think this is about the time that it just uh fell off of cultural cultural importance so
0: yeah uh but it still has another solid three seasons in it i guess <laughs>
1: and that's that's the problem um
0: <laughs> I think, no, I don't know, it might have pulled like a sort of, you know when shows are on a last leg and they do like a half season? Yeah. So I think that's the sixth. I'm not okay. sure though. Uh, I, fingers
1: it, crossed. I cannot sit for a full season of Glee at the sixth season. By well, that
0: we'll see. Uh, Yeah, we start off with a recap. It's just a bunch of, you know, basic... Yep. stuff uh everything that's been happening in these first three episodes of the third season surprisingly a lot of stuff we got uh shelby
1: quinn and, Beth. Quinn and
0: yeah quinn and quinn and puck and their evil plot
1: uh the class president stuff yep that's been going be- be-
0: on don't forget rachel berry is running even though she told kurt that she was only doing it if she didn't get the Maria part. She did get the Maria part and decided to continue running because she was so inspired by the other presidential candidate Brittany. Uh, to with with the power <laughs> of uh, kick-ass feminist song, uh, she is is inspired to run for president as well.
1: See, okay, I'm I'm not entirely convinced by that because Rachel. What? is a Sam, psychopath. Sam, how um,
0: dare you? You don't believe that Rachel's <laughs> intentions are just to embrace the the feminine power that she has has realized I mean, within herself? How dare if, you?
1: If, if she found feminine power in herself, she should support Britney, the person who inspired the feminine support power in
0: Brittany. her. Support
1: Brittany? Yeah, I know. She's um, Rachel Berry. Yeah, and the other part of the recap is Sue Sue is running yeah. for office, like real office in yep congress so
0: and if you recall that's because her dead sister inspired her to do it
1: well kind well, her of her rising yeah. the
0: rising healthcare costs of her
1: oh right yeah i guess that sister. is true she yes. did say that at the funeral last season yep. that's... that
0: is that is yeah. supposed to be the reason but but now yeah. it has turned into a crusade against the arts for no because
1: this, this is glee yeah
0: <laughs> um, so we yeah. need a straw man to destroy
1: Yes, and it means she gets to destroy the Glee Club, which means we have an antagonist again. Destroy
0: the Glee Club.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's start off right yes. away with the Irishness of it all. <sighs> um, Rory, a new character, yeah. who is wearing green, pretty much in every scene of this episode except yes. for the last one. Yep. Um, greets Brittany at her locker with a classic Irish phrase: "Top of the morning." Um, yes,
0: uh, and what we can gather from the conversation that follows is that Brittany thinks he's a leprechaun, yes. invisible,
1: yes, and
0: capable of granting wishes.
1: Yes, so let's tackle that first. Yeah. One, is Rory a real person, or did Brittany
0: somehow create Con- him? Conjure him. Well, I, okay, here's what I'm going to say. I think he's a leprechaun. Okay, but I don't think leprechauns can cast can cast magic can, or do
1: wishes or grant yeah.
0: wishes in this universe. I don't think it's possible. Okay, um, Brittany has been informed by that Jen Aniston movie that gets mentioned later. Sure, because it's supposedly like Santana's favorite movie.
1: Well, okay, I, I was going to say this movie. is isn't that a horror movie?
0: Is not that the yeah. movie where like,
1: the leprechaun kills people?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: okay, great. Um. See, I was going to say, I think... There's one where he it kills it's... people
0: in space. I think it's like Leprechaun <laughs> 4 or something.
1: Cool. Um, my my favorite interpretation is that this is... I don't know how this happened, that there would be a transfer student that lives with Brittany's family yeah. because, as we know, her parents don't seem to really exist um, or like are just like brainwashed into thinking Brittany is their child. But sure. um, I, I like the idea that because she's an alien... She just legitimately believes that all Irish people are leprechauns because that's yeah. what the American media tells us.
0: It could be that for sure, definitely. Uh, Rory gets bullied at the end of this conversation. Oh my it's god! Like yeah, a thing that happens basically anytime he's on screen. Like if he's not yes. getting pushed into a locker, it's like somebody knocks a phone out of his hand at one point, and like
1: yeah, and like they like yeah. flip his hat off and stuff. So the the other fun part to note about that. Um, it's his first day of school, and Finn sees all of this happen
0: Oh, yeah, we get this, like, fucking, like, Finn thin, thin framing device twice within, like, yeah. the first five minutes, and it's terrible
1: Yes, this episode is really bad, everyone, just as a heads up Not, not actually, we're, we're gonna have to get to it at the end, as we always do, but, like, there's way too much Finn shit in this episode Yeah, it's, a, it's gonna be a real
0: slog, folks <laughs> Yes So settle in
1: yeah, so, uh, I guess the important part is that Brittany's first wish, she gets three wishes, and her first wish is for a box of Lucky Charms that is just marshmallows.
0: Yeah. Did you know those marshmallows have gelatin in them? How That stupid. doesn't surprise
1: me, actually. Yeah, well, it means they're not like, vegan, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Or vegetarian.
0: No, but it's frustrating, because they don't even have, like, a gelatinous texture.
1: <laughs> well, Maggie, no They could big... make
0: it without it.
1: Maggie, big slaughterhouse... Needs to put their
0: gross tendrils into everything. The garbage needs to go somewhere. Exactly. Uh, Okay. So, we first get a scene with, after this uh, chat, we get a scene with Quinn and Puck talking to Shelby. I think it's in, like, her choir room?
1: It's in the teacher's lounge, I think.
0: Teacher's lounge. Shelby does have her own choir room, though. She Uh, does.
1: (laughs) Which seems like a big expenditure. Well,
0: it's like an empty classroom with a piano in it. Uh, Right, yeah. So, quick, do this sort of, like, multi-level convincing of uh, to Shelby about Beth is sitting, or, you know, yes. babysitting Beth.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. We well, know that can... Quinn yeah. probably has...
1: Ulterior motives? Yes. Yeah, they, they, they essentially are like, Shelby, you look so tired and fat, you should try getting out once in a while.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which is Because awful. they present her with, like, an eye cream. Yes. Uh, and she's like, "Oh, this is for tired eyes." And just... <laughs> uh, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I was able to babysit these terrible triplets this one time."
1: Yep. So well, I had a question about that because I didn't I didn't bother looking it up. Um, how do you refer to someone like since Will and Terry got a divorce, Queen refers to uh Kendra as Shu's sister in law. But how do you refer to someone? Ex sister in law. Okay, that's what I that I wrote down question. I wrote ex sister in law question yeah. mark because I didn't know if that's what it was or not. But I, I mean, Quinn obviously doesn't give a shit. She's just trying to yeah. She doesn't connive. care. No.
0: Uh yeah, and uh, Shelby seems to seems to relent. It's gonna happen. Yes. I guess. Uh, Sue's corner is on uh, up next. She's talking about the West Side Story production at McKinley. She mentioned yep. that its their uh, budget is $2,004, two thousand $2, and four dollars, is it?
1: Sure. I, I wrote down $2,000, mostly because then she makes a... I don't know whether this is supposed to be a joke or not, because yeah. it feels way too real. She says, that's a yearly salary for a math teacher.
0: Oh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then she urges her viewers to call McKinley,
1: I wrote down, she She starts a phone doxing campaign Basically, of McKinley. Basically,
0: we jump to Figu right away. We are in yes. uh, Principal Figgins' office, and he wants to cancel the musical outright. The phones are ringing off the hook, and uh, he thinks this is the best solution.
1: Well, and also, he was, a, a, an angry mom did throw a brick through his car window yes. that morning. Uh, so. sh-
0: and then she, she's, I feel like I've seen gifts of this individual character plenty of times because she is iconically holding um a poster board that says angry on it that has been (laughs) decorated with like other little things too uh right outside principal figgin's uh window wall
1: yes yeah because he has that full glass window or full glass wall to like see out into the hallway it's so good She just uh angry angry (laughs)
0: <laughs> Why are you paying for people to dance around with knives? My son can't read.
1: Yeah, so um, Sue then makes it political.
0: Yeah. Which is,
1: like, mostly because Will reminds us that Sue Sue's Cheerios budget is insane. Does yeah, not make is, any that's sense. that's Will's
0: argument, is he's like, yeah. she spends this much money on pom-poms every week, so...
1: Yeah, it's like four thousand dollars a month or something. It's ridiculous. Um, But uh, uh, then we get then we get back our old pony, Maggie. They trot it right out. Yes. Shoe offers to pay for it himself because yeah, um, that's literally the only plot device they ever have for the Glee Club to do anything.
0: Where? What about that $60 you've been putting into the Glee Club, dude? I
1: I thought your (laughs) will
0: had run dry. Basically, Sue's tirade ends with her wanting to destroy all things white and bougie. Yes, like NPR and some other Tom shit.
1: Bergeron. Yeah, there yeah. you
0: go. So that's the thing. That's they're fighting still. Yep. Mercedes uh, comes up to Santana in the hallway in the next scene to sell Shelby's group to her. Yes. Uh, she talks about, oh, how many solos have you gotten in the Glee Club over the past year? don't don't you want to only be surrounded by women all the time
1: right well <laughs> so, yeah, that's what she's like it's an all-girls group and santana's like why on earth are you like why do you think i want to do it because it's all girls like <laughs> um because, yeah well we know but like santana santana isn't out I think, yet so I like think
0: everyone knows okay i'm not saying yeah. that like the school knows i'm just saying the glee club no
1: Right, but like, this is going to become a point of contention later this season. Yeah. There are people in Santana's life that do not know, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a big deal. Did you notice the one thing I really like about this scene? We see inside Santana's locker at the beginning, and there's a little note that has a picture of a cat that is hand drawn, and it says, yes. Lord Tubbington thinks you're perfect. Yes. And so do I.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, man. They're yeah, so but... cute. This is where we also get another Finn framing device moment uh, yes. at the end of the scene because he sees this interaction between Mercedes and Santana. Yeah. Santana it's... does say that uh, if she leaves, she has to bring Brittany. That's like
1: yeah, the, the only, only way option. She'll... Yeah. The only way she'll leave is she can take Brittany with her because she doesn't want to leave Brittany alone, um, which is fine. Um, the, yeah. I Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before. About like separating the actors and their characters and sure. such, but Corey Monteith can't act, so I don't know well, why. Well, I don't know here. if that's
0: tr- I don't know if that's true because in interviews and stuff, he's much more animated and cool <laughs> than Finn.
1: Well, then this is a poor choice, because this is so weird and uncomfortable, and it's like Finn is trying not, to be surreptitious or whatever, not but it's Corey just... Cory
0: Monteith's fault that Finn sucks. You that's know? fair. It's Ryan guess... Murphy's fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. I don't know, it's just, it just felt so unnatural to me, like, yeah, the that way that Finn this... was acting. Yeah, but, but like, we I would like, have, like, yeah. this, like,
0: Finn... Just being around bullshit. Like I don't need exactly. to see the story from Finn's eyes. I don't care.
1: No, well, I guess is he supposed to be a main character? Because I don't, um, I don't want him to be. Well, we
0: know that he is Rachel barry's boyfriend, lover once more. So, oh, sure, that pulls him closer to the actual plot line. I guess.
1: I guess. I don't know. It's
0: it's dumb though. It for is dumb. Sure. So we go to the choir room. We see. New Directions lamenting the loss of Mercedes. Uh, yep. They talk about how maybe Will was too hard on her in booty camp. How they'll be naked in front of the judges now without her bombastic performance energy.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: Rachel makes a very selfish entrance. Yes. Uh, being like, well, I've hung all of my campaign posters, everyone. Cheer for me. And, and Kurt uh, heckles from the side, did you airbrush out your jowls? <laughs> which is so good.
1: Well, this prompts Finn the, that's the thing about this ep- or this episode is there's a plot line where I guess Finn is deciding that he wants to be a leader again, um and so he's Ugh. trying to like he so he starts giving this like weird pep talk about how they can't fight amongst themselves, yeah, to which Blaine is like stands <laughs> up and it's like, "You're absolutely right, and has the line, which i have I put down verbatim because it's so good. No show choir is just one person, it's a team. Yeah. Coming from Mr. Blaine Warbler, who well, literally soloed every song the Warblers sang. Okay, so, but he
0: is on a team now, all right? Yeah, no, that's that true. The people in New Directions are not lifeless puppets that, no. that Blaine has sort of willed into doing his bidding.
1: Well, that's but that's the irony of what he's saying is he said, no show choir is just one person. I mean, I guess Kurt was also on the Warblers. Yeah,
0: Kurt was on it, <laughs> and who knows if they existed before that, honestly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> True. But yeah, so um but Finn gets really farty about it and oh, he says have a seat. I'm trying to give a pep talk. And that, that's which...
0: so fucking stupid. And yes. I'm glad that this gets brought up later in the episode, because what be bitch your butt? Sorry that everybody <laughs> liked Blaine better than you. God. It's because
1: Blaine is actually likable, you piece of dog shit. I it's- hate <laughs> Finn so much.
0: He's just he's just angry that Blaine's a charismatic leader and is doing a better job.
1: And is like naturally charismatic and yeah. lead, like like people want him to lead them because he's good at it. Yeah. Anyway. We'll interrupt
0: this sort of petty squabbling, uh, <laughs> mostly just shutting Finn up by be- by talking about how they'll need to sell ads in the musical program, about 200 of them, to finance the musical. Because once it yeah. gets brought up that it could be in danger, Rachel B. Berry is very upset. Other people are <laughs> less upset, but, you know, still want yeah, to not- do something.
1: Yeah, well, what I love is that Rachel, like, buries her face in Finn's shoulder, but before she does, she does say, I was planning on changing my name to Maria. Yeah. Which is-
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course. So Rachel. (laughs)
1: So then she was like, okay, everyone break into groups and, like, figure out where you're gonna canvas in the town.
0: Kurt steps up. He's gonna do a lot of the work.
1: And then Finn shittily calls out Santana. It's
0: like a half call out. That's how I have it in my notes. Finn half calls out Santana on loyalty to New Directions. Like it's like, hey, uh, you, uh, you're down to help us, right? You like being in new directions. And Santana's just like, yeah.
1: Well, okay. So my feelings about this, yes, might be might be somewhat influenced by recent events in my own life. Sure. But like, if your strategy for getting people to stay with you is to call them out and be like, hey, like I, like you're on our team, right? like how about you try being nice to them and actually you know like being like hey like thanks for helping out or whatever or don't say anything because you didn't need to you didn't need to say anything finn you're an asshole yeah but yeah it's just you
0: you need a new job okay (laughs) the the next scene uh is rory and finn uh talking together for the first time rory apparently idolizes Finn like he's oh like Finn Hudson it's you like what the fuck
1: Jesus Christ no uh, it's yeah well cuz he's seen dumb. the video on youtube or whatever where, anyway yeah
0: where he tongue kissed a girl for 10 minutes on stage terrible
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well cuz this is probably one of the like maybe the worst scene in the episode cuz they're sorting the marshmallows out of the lucky charms um and then Rory reveals that the reason he's doing this well first of all he's irish yeah. What? I couldn't have guessed, because he only wears green and has one of the most Irish names ever that's only topped by the actor's real name, Damien McGinty.
0: Well, don't forget <laughs> his accent, also.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's Rory Flanagan. Um, but then uh, he's staying with Brittany, um, and he's trying to, quote, get into her pot of gold.
0: Yeah, yuck. Yuck. Big, big yucko from this the, this person over here, <laughs> let me tell I, you. How I Gross. Felt- <laughs>
1: I felt like I felt I could feel your presence in my life as I was writing my notes on this one because I wrote yuck in all caps on my notes. Yeah, super like gross this.
0: there, Rory. How about you be chill for once? So he loves America like it's something yeah. that he's into, which makes me not like him, honestly. <laughs> uh, Rory is like so like You have
1: to remember, this is back in 2011 nah, when America I'm, was cool.
0: I'm still not about it, man. <laughs>
1: Oh God, yeah. But he he talks about how he wants to snog her and how he's yeah. still a virgin. And I'm like, what what do he, you yeah, think? He just snog means? That up.
0: Finn doesn't say anything. Thank God. <laughs> uh, well, Rory is yeah. like, hey, are we Finn, friends now, Finn? And Finn is uncomfortable with male friendship, so he says yeah. no. Well. <laughs>
1: Okay, I wrote down his line too because it, it also generated a yuck for me. He said, In America, dudes don't ask dudes to be their friends, which I was like.
0: Sad, man.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, we, we've talked about how, I mean, I, I've had it brought up to me from other people that, mm-hmm. like, Finn has grown. Over the course of the two years. But that we not saw in the enough. First two seasons. But apparently not enough, because this is so shitty.
0: It's like, sad.
1: Yeah, and it's I think it's supposed to be for the joke where he then says, oh, well, except on Facebook, and even then it takes a couple it's years. It's such a which,
0: poorly told joke.
1: It's not a good joke. It's not worth it. Like not a, it's not so poorly bad. not
0: even poorly told. It's delivered okay. Like yeah. Finn says it in sort of his uncomfortable voice. I guess, because right, exactly. that's a main part of Finn's character, is just being made uncomfortable by everyone else on the show. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a poorly written joke. It's very stupid. Very se- yeah. It seems definitely like a 50-year-old man is trying to relate to... Uh,
1: teenagers. Yeah. yeah,
0: to teenagers, which is exactly what it is. Who knows yeah. about Allie Allison and her, uh, you know, hip slang? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so the, the other reason that this comes up is because Rory tells us that he doesn't have any friends. Like, yeah, like Brittany's kind of his friend because he's staying with her, but he doesn't really have any friends. Finn, after confirming this, asks Rory to do shit for him, because why not take advantage of the person that doesn't have any friends?
0: Well, what he wants him to do is spy on Brittany, his only exactly. friend. <laughs> what a God shitty guy.
1: No kidding.
0: So oh. the next scene is Puck and Quinn. Babysitting Beth at yes. Shelby's apartment. Uh, they both arrive there and Beth is crying. Wants yep. Shelby to stay, obviously. Shelby gets out the door and Beth keeps crying in Quinn's arms. Quinn shoves her off to Puck and then starts planting anti-baby paraphernalia around the house.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so she, she starts with baby botulism, which is like Botox stuff in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and then she puts the book's... Basics of Baby Sacrifice and Selling Your Baby Back to Russia on the bookshelf. Yep. Which, what, like, what even, how do you even find those anyway? Um, and then she puts hot sauce in the kitchen and claims it's illegal to give a baby hot sauce. Yeah. Um. Because her plan is she's going to call child services to have them find all of this stuff. It turns out it actually technically kind of is illegal to give a baby sure. hot sauce. I um, can
0: believe it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well so does that's it,
0: does it yeah. depend on the amount of scoville units?
1: No, I think it it really it seems like it's in pretty extreme cases that like it gets classified as child abuse, but mm-hmm. I looked it up and there's a case from 2011 earlier in the year before this episode, like back in like February of this year. Um and then a case in 2012 in like April of 2012 where in both cases they were like doc there was like documented evidence of women give it like using hot sauce to either like discipline infants or like effectively like torture them God. Um, for fun, which is really horrific. Yikes, that's um, bad. But yeah, so like just like I, I get what they're going for here, but like
0: Rip from the headlines there, Glee. Look at you. Aren't yeah. you topical? Yeah, this is a very confused plan. Puck <laughs> is like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> yes, well he he
1: kinda seems in though, because Quinn is like this is the way we get our baby back. You want to get our baby back, don't you? And he's he's just like, like, yeah, geez, okay. Yeah, sure. Stop being so mean to me.
0: (laughs) So the next scene is at the Hummel Tire Shop. Kurt is trying to get uh, Bert to buy a couple ads for the program. He mentioned something about how mortuaries around the area have done it as well. Bert is enraged, which brings us right to the next scene, uh, because as soon as Bert has heard that... The musical needs funding. He's on board. Bert and The Undertakers have, have gone to McKinley.
1: Yeah, he's in Figgins' office. When I watched it, I was like, why are these people so odd? They're,
0: they're undertakers yeah but like and why is that TV. such a
1: trope why, why is that such a trope in media because to make...
0: death is scary uh and like a universal scary thing like ver- there are very few people who aren't afraid of death so it's kind sure. of an easy bet to sort of like guess
1: that they'll be really weird and yeah. uncomfortable yeah yeah you know yeah, it's, it's, it's just... not
0: like a it's not a kind stereotype and i'm not i'm sure it's not an accurate one either but like it's effective.
1: I guess that's true. To be fair, I do really enjoy the joke of the one guy who owns the crematorium. Yes. And is like, we also make oven brick pizza. Brick
0: oven pizzeria. <laughs> uh, I love it.
1: <laughs> it's just a very good joke. Um, but they all look really weird. But it turns out that Bert is friends with them from the Rotary Club. Um, and so he's convinced them to... Fund the musical in full to get full-page ads in the program.
0: Then Bert and Sue argue once uh, Bert is leaving this uh, this meeting. Yep. They meet up in the hallway and just have a little spat That's
1: the whole thing. Sue Sue goes off on him in her typical Sue way. She does have the line, which I really enjoyed, literally horny with fear. Yeah. When Bert says that bullies don't have a great track record with the Hummel family. Yeah. Um, and he he pretty much just tells her to her face that he's going to do anything he can to keep her from getting elected. Um, so yeah,
0: this like mentioning of bullies and the Hummel family, I'm not doubting. You know, I don't know, but from what yeah. we've seen, what Kurt did was like emotionally manipulate his bully <laughs> into becoming a better person.
1: <laughs> well, I mean that is effective. It did it did it technically is, work. Kurt is, is still alive, That's so true. that is that is a plus. Um, yeah. Then this, swe- this scene then has a little clip of Rory getting egregiously bullied once again in front of people. Yeah,
0: he's talking to his mom on the phone.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but like, the the shot is pretty continuous. We come from, yeah. uh, like, a cutback shot of Bert and, I think, Will's backs as they're walking yes. away. And it just sort of transitions fluidly into Rory walking down the hallway granted it's not hard to stage these scenes when uh you're at a high school and everyone's supposed to be walking in these hallways so it's not brilliant or anything but at least it's competent (laughs) (laughs) so rory is talking on the phone with his mom but maybe the connection's bad or something they don't have any sort of worthwhile conversation the phone gets knocked out of his hands and then he talks to Brittany.
1: Well, yeah. The phone gets knocked out of his hands, and he gets shoved into a locker. And then he picks up the phone, and it's not working anymore. Um, and then he delivers the Lucky Charms to Brittany. The, yes. The gross Graham Graham Crackery bits, less Lucky Charms.
0: Yeah. Well, would you call it Graham Cracker? They're like it's rice like, cake, maybe. Like no, like, it's like unscented, unscented, unflavored, <laughs> <laughs> unscented as well. I guess. Uh, like just cheer. It's just Cheerios in weird shapes
1: it's It's sawdust that's been compacted Basically. into into shapes. yeah, Brittany, Brittany makes her second wish and oh. explains how she's tried so hard well, to get it's well, such
0: it's a vague way of getting to her meaning because yes. she says that she's done certain things to Lord Tuppington. Rubber, rubbing him with glitter sticks.
1: Yes, um rubbing his belly with glitter sticks and feeding him like I don't know what she's feed like something else glittery, yeah, from what I can remember, but essentially, yeah, she's tormented her poor cat or worked with her overlord yeah work like work
0: wor- worked with her uh appointed mentor for him to reach his next stage of evolution,
1: right, um, but she's trying to get him to poop candy bars Poop candy
0: bars, that's right. Uh, And then Rory asks her out to dinner and Brittany turns it down.
1: Yes. Well, because, yeah, he's, she's like, oh, I have dinner with a friend. And plus, you only eat four leaf clovers anyway. So, no.
0: After his rejection, Rory sings, it's not easy being green. I guess the name of the song is being green, Whatever. uh it's slow as oh fuck man and it's like it's done over a bullying montage
1: (laughs) yes that's so the the it's not good it's terrible but what's funny about it is there is a scene where he's in the cafeteria like scooping food onto his tray oh yeah and he literally fills the spoon with food and then a cheerleader just takes his hand and like puts it onto her own plate like dumps it onto her own plate and it's just like
0: what the fuck is going on (laughs) it's not even real bullying like it's just sort of strange i guess it could just be a metaphor for how he feels at the school
1: i mean we like as we've seen he doesn't have any friends no like the person he's living with treats him like a leprechaun, yep. and he thinks it's a way for him to get into her pants. Yeah. So, like, he's a terrible person, too, so I don't feel that bad. Like, Yeah,
0: it's honestly his own fault that he hasn't made more friends, because he's too busy, like, doing this ruse, because yeah, he t- thinks pot of gold is a <laughs> vagina euphemism.
1: So he can get some sweet poon. It's gross. (laughs) It is. It is gross.
0: Yeah, I think the song is mostly, like, unnecessary to the plot.
1: Well, I guess to be fair, we we should mention that uh, Damien McGinty was one of the winners of the Glee Project. Uh, So so that's the reason he's on the show. Let
0: me tell you, he shouldn't be. Or if he is, like, not this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, anything else would be wonderful. This sucks. This is really terrible. I wish it had been something less... Yeah, gross. Less like this, because it's just so. In addition to this, like this bullying montage, he's he literally wears green in every yeah. scene. Like,
0: and I can't, he's this weird. Why is Damian McGinty okay with this?
1: He's the Irish in real life. Like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? What I don't
0: understand. And the song is over. It was yes. <laughs> listen, it yes. was longer in the show, but we're gonna cut it short right now. Uh, Britannia are on a date at Breadsticks. It's the, are we dating date?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because Santana clarifies she wants to talk about that thing we never talk about, which Brittany does confirm this is a date. I hope so, because I bought the shrimp and you're paying for it.
0: (laughs) And she also says, wasn't that bath we took last week a date? (laughs) Yeah, this is some great stuff, folks. Confirmed dating, definitely in love, Britannia forever. Uh, yes. Santana mentions uh, the Shelby Show choir lead basically uh, at the end of this dinner asking Brittany if she wants to go with her and
1: Britney Brittany is hesitant she she makes some points about how she doesn't want to seem like she's not like she's a quitter. Um, she has friends in Glee club she doesn't really want to leave them. yada yada yada. and she ends up asking santana if she can think about it for a little bit like like Mm -hmm. have some time to think about it and santana's like oh yeah that's totally fine we also get the lead that Brittany has a leprechaun that grants wishes for her yes um, which santana calls him that great gazoo kid which is like that little like weird green alien cartoon character
0: santana is so well read (laughs) what a pop culture maven you
1: know, no, no, but yeah. So we, we see the wheels kind of spinning in Santana's head. But the end of the dinner. Oh, yes. the end of the dinner. They
0: hold hands under a napkin.
1: On top of the table.
0: <laughs> it's so good, though. Because, <laughs> well, uh, like,
1: yeah, Santana's like. I want to hold your hand, and Britney's like, "Of course!" And so they're holding hands, and then Cynthia's like, uh, under a napkin, and she just puts a napkin on top of it. Yeah. So both of their hands are going in, like you can see their arms sticking into under this napkin. Don't like, worry
0: about it. Don't worry I'm about just, it.
1: No, it's adorable. It I is. just think it's hilarious. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, yeah, like real undercover there, Santana. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> But yeah, it's so good. She she does say it
0: pretty cute. Like, she's like, my one wish is to hold your hand. And it's it's very nice. Okay. The next scene is Puck and Pony's booming business.
1: Yeah, well, global warming is awesome. Haven't you heard?
0: Yeah. We're back to Puck's pool cleaning business. If you'd forgotten, (laughs) this is like a plot point from season one. Puck has a pool cleaning business.
1: Which is really, like, a hustle so that way he can bone older ladies. Yeah, it's
0: his side hustle to afford natty lights and bone coogs. <laughs>
1: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag bone cooks.
0: That's right. He has an assistant now. It's this kid named yes. Pony who, like, <laughs> is cleaning up a raccoon corpse from a pool. Terrible. Yes. What a terrible job. <laughs> Puck talks to a MILF.
1: Well, he, he also tells us that he, the, one of the reasons he loves cougars so much is because they have, like, leathery, tan skin that shows that they've done the nasty in all sorts of exotic places, like yeah. Florida or New Mexico.
0: Yeah. So thanks.
1: Shout out.
0: <laughs> Don't sully this horrible place I live. Puck.
1: She kind of invites Puck to, quote, help her with a clogged pipe. Um in yeah. the house. And then and Puck's then...
0: like, Let me show you a picture of my baby <laughs> And <laughs> she and she's like, Um, no, send pony, send the boy. Exactly. You're like
1: Yeah, it's weird, but whatever. It's a funny joke. Um, That's
0: the end of it though, thank God. Yeah. Well because it,
1: we, it yeah. Yeah, we it cuts to Quinn.
0: right into basically the middle of this quick argument. Quinn is telling Puck that he needs to get a better new job because raising Beth is going to take a shit ton of money, and Quinn has this little monologue where she basically talks about how Beth is her after graduation plan. Uh, yeah. Everyone else has things like college and jobs, but In I'm New York. But I'm going to have a baby, uh, and Beth yeah. is my one perfect thing that I've ever done. I can't ruin it because she's the one perfect thing.
1: Yeah, I don't What does like, that mean? What? I have no idea. I wrote that down, I was like, what the fuck does it mean? Like and like earlier in this episode, you pointed it out when we we're talking about the babysitting thing. Like Beth is like freaking out when Quinn holds her. Yeah. And then like Beth
0: doesn't even like her.
1: No, it's like, what do you think what do you think is gonna happen? Like, child services is going to, like, because apparently she called child services. They're backed up, so they won't be there for a couple weeks or whatever. But do you think they're going to be like, oh, you know, Shelby's an unfit mother. We're going to give Beth back to this teenage girl who doesn't yeah. have an income. like Let's
0: give her back to this 17-year-old girl who definitely doesn't have a job and doesn't seem to want to go to college. Perfect.
1: Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair... College, college yes, takes yes, a lot yes. of time. College so. is
0: not is not the only path someone can go on. Absolutely. No. But yeah. um, this is not a no, good it's... frame of mind that Quinn is in. Uh, this no. would be stealing a child from her mother that's pretty fucked up uh, yeah. and basically ruining her own life for no reason.
1: Because, like, it's just, I mean, I guess part of it might be that they're trying to convince us that Quinn, and, like, we kind of see it, in that Quinn in the past has been really vocal about the fact that she's like high school is like my big moment because this is when i like this is where i shine because i'm head cheerleader and you know i'm popular and like i know that that's not worth People anything need when to i tell leave. her
0: that that's not all she is we know quinn's I a know. good student we can yeah. tell that she's like like she has friends just, ah. she,
1: she is smart is the thing like if she puts her mind to something like, yeah. this plan is horrible and doesn't make any sense. It is But in the past, though. we've seen her... We, yeah, well, that's the thing. She's very ambitious. Like, yes. you have to <laughs> hand it to her. She's got the ambition for, like... And, like, it's just... I don't know. I just... I'm very aggravated by the fact that they've decided to turn Quinn into this, like... Like, into this thing that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because it's just, like...
0: It, she no. used to be a character that followed logical ideas to their conclusion. Right, right. now, that is definitely not what she is. No pretty frustrating definitely and like whatever we can't get more into quinn we talked so (laughs) much about fucking quinn like two episodes ago editing it was a slog i
1: I will never fuck quinn (laughs) um but so then shelby then then the scene transitions once again lots of hallway walking type of stuff um into shelby offering puck a job well not a job it's a job in yeah, and in in because her uh, her condo apparently has an indoor pool that needs a year round pool boy. So yeah,
0: and uh, yeah. he smirks as she walks away. We get a real close in shot of Mark Sailing's face Great. as he smirks. Hooray! Then we get a meeting of New Directions. The magic's back. That's I, right. that means that Bert paid for the musical, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, but it's, did you notice... The reason well, why ahead. they phrased it that way is so that Brittany could lean over to Santana and be like, they know about my leprechaun.
1: <laughs> well, so, what ends up happening here, Will praises Kurt yes. for, you know, kind of spearheading this, and he says, Kurt and the whole Hummel Hudson household, which I was like, just say Bert. Finn didn't do shit. Finn yeah. didn't do anything. He doesn't deserve any fucking, like, side praise for Will this. Will
0: likes to praise in though that's a common it's... theme uh they all clap <laughs> I... for kurt that is nice yep. uh, and then blaine is like hey i'm gonna do us do something to remind us all what glee club is really about and he sings last friday night by katy perry
1: yes it's very wholesome um very much he's so. wearing he's wearing this like i wrote the down straw hat. i i yeah i, I wrote that I, I said this when i was watching it with chris I feel like he looks like a Muppet in this scene.
0: He sort of does. There's that moment where he like puts both of his arms up in the air and kind of shakes his head. Yeah. Very, very Muppety. Also, Darren Criss just has a huge mouth, which yeah, definitely leans toward Muppet. Yeah, in the best way. True. I'm not saying that it's no, bad. No,
1: it's not it's not an insult. It's just when I watched it I was like is this Sesame Street?
0: Like it's good <laughs> though. And... I mean it's not it the most great. wholesome song. Uh, no, the song just is saying... about partying and ménage me- <laughs> à Not very Sesame well... Street friendly.
1: <laughs> it's more Avenue Q. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like I don't know, it's just funny cuz the way they sing it, like the like somewhat it's not entirely a cappella obviously, but it's like show choir like high school sounding yeah um sort and so of kids just,
0: bopified was... definitely <laughs> exactly.
1: so i just thought it was a very funny like interpretation yeah katie did... perry's song about getting drunk
0: well fun facts did you know that darren chris was actually in the music video for last friday night
1: oh he was wasn't he there
0: you go that's the connection artie? art wasn't i think artie, artie is too? too yes okay okay Fair enough. Um, Uh, Santana gets mad at the end of this song. She's uh, mad through the whole thing, almost. Uh, But here's my... Okay. So Rachel's like, oh, that song was great. We should do it for sectionals. And Santana gets pissed off because she's like, why do the same people keep getting solos? Right. Yeah. I would understand if this was happening after a Rachel Berry solo. But like, Blaine did just join the club like two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. So, That's true. I guess I guess part of it is that Rachel I, I, I would say part of it is that like Rachel was the one who was like, We should do that song for sectionals. Yeah. Which is like also the most annoying thing.
0: Yeah, people say it all the fucking time. It's terrible. <laughs> uh but, um, and but, yeah. it feels more like a meta comment on the show again. Yes. Like, Definitely. being like, well, why like, do the yeah. same people keep getting songs? Like, Blaine, who sang with the Warblers all year. Like, exactly. what?
1: See, I-, I was gonna say, I feel like there is a little bit to be like, well, Blaine literally did get every solo with the Warblers. So, like...
0: But it's... His pat, his warbler past has nothing to do with New Directions.
1: I don't know. Finn and Santana both seem to think there's Which something there. Which
0: is so stupid.
1: But no, I mean, I think part of it is that Mercedes has kind of sowed some seeds yes. in Santana's mind about how certain people right. always well, get definitely the solos. Rightful
0: seeds. I'm not saying yeah. that Santana's anger isn't righteous. It just—it's
1: just—it's oddly placed at yes, this moment. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so she bounces out of there pretty fast. Like she's just like peace out. Um
1: well, yeah, because yeah. she announces, she's like, well, everyone, now we know Sectionals is going to be the Blaine and Rachel show. And then <laughs> and Will, like, sarcastically says, thanks, Sergeant, thanks Santana. <laughs> like, fuck you, Will. Yeah. You're the one who does this. Like. Will
0: sucks. Uh, yeah. Because he, he's like, Santana, you did get that one song at Sectionals <laughs> last year, you know. I it's like, hey, and- fuck you, guy. Um, well, and Santana then-
1: does point out, she's like, and we won. Yes. So, like, hint, hint, like.
0: Santana's yeah. on the war path after this argument, and she runs yes. into Rory in the hallway as she is—I don't know—storming about, I guess—and uh, intimidates him.
1: <laughs> yes, she, she, she. I wrote down the phrase. she this nod, so I know you understand me, because Rory doesn't talk during this scene, because Santana is informing him that one, his crush on Brittany is cute and understandable, but, but it's unacceptable. Going yeah. Yes, and then she demands a wish um which is vague we don't get any information about it she also makes that reference to the movie leprechaun with jennifer aniston which she yes. says she learned two things or it learned her two things which are um let me see i didn't write it down the <laughs> leprechauns are gay because they like to fix shoe
0: buckles that's right yep 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 and
1: and also they grant wishes
0: yeah uh and then she parts with that vague I have a wish myself. And then she just walks away. Okay.
1: <laughs> Maggie, I have a couple demands. Well, here, I'm going <laughs> to...
0: Let me get to that one couch. Bye. <laughs> then we get to the poop candy bar prank. Rory is dropping a... I think it's a three musketeers. Is it a prank, though? <laughs> well, the reason why I said it that way is because it seems like a very silly YouTube video. You know, where it's That's like, true. my cat poops candy bar prank. Fooling my idiot uh, housemate with (laughs) with this candy bar prank. Not clickbait. Must watch.
1: To steal a phrase from Santana, Brittany's Irish pet is really sneaky, and he puts a candy bar into Lord Tubington's litter box. Yeah, it's gross.
0: (laughs) It is gross. It's grosser because as soon as. Brittany comes in the room like they eat it. Like she yeah, that's... pulls it out of the box and just sort of goes to town.
1: Well, she shares it with him. This is this is such a bad precedent to set. It's very bad. <laughs> don't do this
0: no. uh, because Br- you don't know Brit. Like maybe Rory knows that Brittany's an alien because he's a leprechaun. Right. But like, don't don't do this. Based on your evidence about Brittany, she could just start eating cat shit. She's gonna eat cat poop. It's bad. Well,
1: to be fair, the fact that she's been thinking about this might mean that she's already eating cat poop.
0: She was thinking about it already. Yeah. (laughs) So Rory relays Santana's wish because it it was only, uh, I guess suspense that santana didn't say it at the end of the last scene rory lays it down hard his uh the wish that santana wants and because it's only one it's even more powerful Brittany has to go to shelby's show choir
1: um yeah she she has to go with santana to leave the new directions to the new show choir that is as yet unnamed which britney is like well i guess i have to because of the wish and because it's stronger than a regular wish because it's her only wish or whatever so
0: then will comes on to bert uh to encourage him to run for office
1: (laughs) but the fun part yeah because will arrives at bert's tire shop to tell him this um but then bert is like hey i'm way ahead of you i i had carol find out that uh the election law says I can't get on the ballot right now, but I'm going to run a writing campaign.
0: And then he praises Will, being like, "Your Glee Club saved my kid's life. Uh, right. I will do anything for the arts. Right. I think well, kids' dreams are the I, most important thing."
1: I so part of this for me, I really like Bert. I really like what he's doing here. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Will. Totally. Not, yep, yep, but, same. But I'm willing. I'm willing to accept Bert's praise outside of the context of Will and say because he does say.
0: Glee in, Club. A, in a
1: sense, he does say Glee Club saved my kid's life, which that could have been any that could have been any artistic endeavor. It didn't have to be Will's Glee Club.
0: Having friends doing Glee Club at one school meant that he did Glee Club at.
1: Dalton Uh, at Dalton which meant
0: that he met Blaine which meant that he's in love so those are all good things
1: Will demands that he will be the campaign manager for Bert's campaign because as a high school arts teacher he obviously has a lot of experience with running campaigns
0: also great even though he's because he's like I would run myself but I'm just so focused on getting my glee club to nationals Well, and he
1: also, he does also point out that if he ran, it would look like he was just trying to save his job from Sue slashing arts programs.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is sort of what he's doing. Uh, I don't think that's, like, a bad thing. Like, arts teachers deserve jobs also.
1: I mean, with the way that Sue's running her smear campaign against the arts, though, and it seems to be working.
0: Yeah, it does seem to be working.
1: Yeah, it definitely would come off as one of those, like, Hillary Clinton, you know... Whatever (laughs) bullshit. I just, I can't anymore.
0: (laughs) Okay, so now we're at Shelby's apartment. Uh, She is trying to get her baby, Beth, to go to sleep. And then Puck shows up, unannounced, very bad. Again, yes. He's there to announce that he got the job, uh, but also to invade her space and make her feel uncomfortable. Yeah, well, he
1: he also does do this in order to sneakily steal all of the things that Quinn planted around the apartment Um,
0: he stuffs them all down his pants
1: (laughs) does he actually get the books?
0: I don't know uh, listen if we are to believe that he gathers everything that was stashed he is just sort of jangling around with a bunch of objects
1: in his pant
0: legs in the crotch how does it work?
1: He'd have to stick them into, like, his underwear, I'd imagine. And, like, uh-huh. it'd have to be, like, briefs or something in Sweaty. order to, like... Also, he stuck baby botulism down his pants, which seems like a real... Yeah, like, a real... actual could needles, be a
0: man.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's weird. I mean, the nice thing is I think there is some good intention here because he obviously doesn't want... Anything bad to happen? Yeah, he doesn't want
0: Beth taken away from Shelby, but like it's—he's still definitely crossing boundaries he's not allowed to cross. He could have just fucking called Shelby on the phone and been like, "Hey, there's baby botulism in your bathroom. You might want to dispose of that." Like he could have—he could have done that. It would have sold Quinn out, but she's doing something bad.
1: Yeah. Also, Maggie, it would have meant that there would be some a bit of a wedge between him and Shelby because he wasn't able to prevent Quinn from doing that.
0: Also, he's just like, trying to play. He he's just trying to play everything chill, right? He could get into right. Quinn's pants, also.
1: Right. Well, see, that's the thing is he. So, what happens is he steals all the stuff and then he picks up a guitar that's conveniently next to the crib and sings, "I've been waiting for a girl like you." What a bad um, song
0: to sing to a baby.
1: Well. Yeah, no kidding. There's a ton of stuff in this episode that I was like, we can't talk about it because it's weird and gross. But he's he's obviously trying to seduce Shelby.
0: Which is this, not... Like, it's definitely not great.
1: No. It's very bad.
0: Uh, it's really bad. Uh, So, let me see what I have in my notes about this. Puck always sounds robotic. Like, he yeah, definitely sounds like a android singing. It's Westworld. Uh and this is another slow ass cover. Um I've been waiting for a girl like you. The actual song is like probably a slightly higher tempo, not too much, but it's not a song that should be slowed down or played acoustically.
1: No. I think. Yeah, cuz there's some like vocal jumps and stuff that are actually good Impressive? in the original song. Yeah. yeah, whereas this version is just like I mean, to be fair, it's technically he's doing it like as a lullaby. So it should be boring, right? I guess.
0: Beth does like it and falls asleep. asleep. Then Shelby and Quinn, no, Shelby and Puck have a conversation where Shelby laments being like a single mom and like being alone for the, the big moments of Beth's life. And then Puck touches her inappropriately.
1: Well, yeah, that's. I, I've been. Oh, it,
0: it is inappropriate for Shelby to share this garbage yes. with someone who's just sort of invading your house.
1: Yeah, she she gets way too personal with a student about how hard this is to do alone, especially because like the implications of what she's saying are just so. Yeah, bad. why
0: why are you saying them to Puck, Shelby? What is Which, your intention? I mean,
1: my, my only cons- my the only thing that consoles me about this is that in real life, they're probably close to the same age. So um, <laughs> maybe, no,
0: I don't know. <laughs> but
1: no, uh, the thing about it that's really like the thing I, I kind of appreciate, I guess, about this is while it is completely inappropriate and there are so many boundaries that have been crossed that should not have been crossed, um, it does give a lot of reasoning as to why Shelby has been so open to Puck and Quinn becoming involved in Beth's life. Because yeah, because she's talking about how she wants to share it with other people who also love Beth. So. Yes,
0: it's good reasoning. It, it makes sense for her character, even if the things yeah. that she's doing aren't great. Like, it's we now have reasons for why they're happening. Rory exactly. tattles to Finn in the next scene, talking about how yep. he convinced Brittany to go to Shelby's new group. And then Finn confronts yep. Brittany about quitting New Directions.
1: Yes, he kind of essentially begs her to stay a little bit in the sense of, like, we can't lose you. Like, we can't handle any more defections and, like, we're your friends and a family or whatever. And then Santana arrives. And then Santana
0: shows up. She rips Finn a new one. (laughs) Yes. She calls him a bunch of mean names and tells him that he's jealous of Blaine. Yes. And calls him a
1: hypocrite for it. Yeah. That is,
0: like, such a good moment because we've talked about how Finn is jealous of Blaine Yes. And having the show echo it back to us, it, it does feel validating for me.
1: It does. No, I agree. Also, I just like it when people call out Finn on his shittiness. True. Because no one does it ever.
0: Santana does it all the time, and I That's love true. her so much. She is just not putting up with his shit. Then yes. Finn says some gnarly shit to Brittany about how leprechauns don't exist, how her believing in Santa was cute, but that right. she needs to be like she needs to stop being such an idiot
1: yes which Yikes. Brittany, you'll remember last season when already called Brittany an idiot she reacted poorly
0: it and broke the, well, them like, up
1: yes so in this situation i love the way that britney responds to this because she calls she calls finn out for it she's like you can't talk to me that way that's bullying and i won't stand for it well um, she
0: she first yeah. says you can't talk to your uh future president that way well Yes, but like... (laughs) Which is great, but her, yeah, yeah, the quote is, it's mean, it's bullying, and I won't accept it. And then she and Santana just walk away.
1: I think this is when we're supposed to flip in Finn's mind to supposed to switch to be like, oh, all those times I watched Rory get beat up, like, even though he's not Kurt and getting beaten up for being gay, that doesn't mean I shouldn't fucking stop the bullying that's happening right in fucking (laughs) front of me. Like, are you kidding me, Finn? God damn it. Anyway.
0: Yeah, he sucks. Bert is on the news in the next scene. We open on, like, the makeup room of uh, the local TV station where Sue is getting her makeup done. Then Rod Remington comes over to her and is like, hey, by FCC law, we have to give equal time to your opponent. And then Bert does a Bert's Corner.
1: It's nice. He says nice things about how like the arts are important for society, and like if we cut yeah. the arts, then we're cutting a we're cutting a big part of ourselves out, and that makes our our community worse. It's good
0: to get on Sue's case. He points out her money hypocrisy and wants people to send their ideas uh, yes, to for... for what exactly?
1: I think it's for helping create jobs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, helping. Yeah, to find find solutions to like the economy being bad
0: find solutions to unemployment
1: yeah something like that um
0: <laughs> yeah to hum to the tire shop he wants people to send their ideas there i guess
1: yes and then Maggie, will it's is called there. populism and it works obviously <laughs> um
0: and will is there for some reason also hey, Well, he's they, his campaign hey,
1: manager yeah
0: bert and will are gonna solve the automation crisis aren't they
1: I mean, yeah, he works at a tire shop. That's not going to exist anymore. So he's got to find a new job. So he's going to be a politician. There is a fun joke at the beginning of it with the makeup where Sue is like, the, the makeup artist or makeup artist, makeup person is like, Makeup artist. Oh, that's you're done. right. You're done. And then Sue's like, I'm not done. I asked, you gave, you've made me look 26. And I, I asked wanted you to made look, me look 22. <laughs> Which, it's Jane Lynch. So, yeah, like, looking like Jane joke.
0: Lynch. Then. <laughs> We get another scene. It's Shelby's yes. girls in the secondary choir room. Mm-hmm. Santana is frightening Sugar into compliance. Uh
1: Yes. <laughs> she, well, she Yeah. She, she
0: likes yeah. says some mean stuff and Sugar's just like, Yes, of course.
1: Well so yeah, she kind of uh... Like lays it out for Sugar because Sugar is like, oh, some more people to, like, some more backup singers and Santana's like, okay I didn't just leave one de- diva driven group for another one so here's the dealio you're gonna do I'm what you the do diva best. who's
0: driving this group
1: <laughs> exactly she, she said she a tell Sugar, you're gonna do what you do best, which is standing in the back swaying and singing very very softly
0: <laughs> just yes. like,
1: yeah it Sugar agrees sugar to it though bit. Yeah, yeah because
0: santana is terrifying mercedes yes. backs her up a little bit too by being like yeah get in line uh well then yeah she we... said
1: well because yeah I, I don't know mercedes is nicer about it is what i would like to just De- interject sure.
0: definitely yeah. then we get some brainstorming of names for the group hot bitches hot messes free beer
1: Free beer is probably the best show choir name I've ever heard. It's good. Well,
0: Brittany obviously saw it on some sign on the road, and she's like, people are honking at that. People must like it. It's a good phrase.
1: Yes. Agreed. I gotta use it for
0: something. Mercedes says something about trouble. Like, she's like, we're gonna be trouble for other groups.
1: (laughs) Yes. Because that's not contrived at all, because it leads Shelby to name them the Trouble Tones, which is like... One of the most obvious puns. I feel like. I feel like that's because it's a like thing treble. Before. Yes. Okay. Yes, because it's like treble. All right. Um. Yeah. Then we Whatever. get right then into they... their number. Yes.
0: It's Candyman. Yes. Yes. It's in yes, a yes, World yes. War Two USO aesthetic. Is how I would describe it.
1: It's based on the actual music video for Candyman, which Mm -hmm. is based on the Andrews Sisters. Because I looked this up because I needed to know um, who were like a trio of performing women who, in World War II era, did performances for like like yo, what up?
0: I nailed that shit on the head.
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah, Uh, they're wearing like aesthetic is amazing. Blue (laughs)
0: keplum. uh like pants. well blue peplum like skirt suits
1: yes they're very That's good so good
0: uh then, they yeah. also have hats
1: <laughs> yeah they just yes. look great Ugh. well and then yeah and then sugar and three other ladies who we have never cheerios seen
0: before.
1: yeah probably. probably um but they're all dressed as like pin-up girls which is yeah also very good well they're all uh. in, like
0: red dresses and they just sort of dance around them yeah yeah, Will is terrified by this performance. Yes. We see Will and Finn in the audience for some reason.
1: Yeah, they're spying, which in the past has been a problem. So I don't know why Shelby, Shelby is letting this happen. But Shelby's
0: only like two rows in front of them. She knows they're there.
1: She has to, because at the very end, especially, they like talk loudly about the performance. So Yes.
0: Uh, Britney yeah. Santana, and Mercedes are all on lead together. Uh, yes. They sort of swap the song lines uh, lines. and it's it's really fucking good man it's It's so
1: good good. this is what i've been waiting for for so long because it's so so good yeah
0: and the trouble tones do such a good job all the time so yeah uh candyman is just their first foray and they're already so much better than new directions
1: yes it's great so so the like we're saying the very end of this Finn is like oh this is this is trouble and then Shelby Will is, is like pleased. big trouble yes and Shelby is pleased cuz she says like that's more like it which is very good this leads into the next scene where we see santana Brittany, and mercedes coming down the hallway as per usual
0: casual trouble tones all walking together uh finn yes. apologizes to Brittany, but he yes. still said the gnarly garbage so yeah
1: yeah to be fair i i hate finn don't get me yes. wrong and i when i first watched it like i was not like i don't remember how my interpretation of the scene went on my second watch i was like okay here comes the apology and then i watched it, and i was like that actually isn't terrible like the way that he apologizes isn't like i mean obviously he said like you said some real gnarly shit that is not something you can take back but at the same time he does apologize and he doesn't like make excuses or anything he just is like hey i'm sorry about what i said i hope that it doesn't ruin our friendship
0: and britney's too nice people are too nice to finn because britney's just like i accept your apology and they hug but guess what she's staying in the trouble tones
1: yeah, well, that's, and th- that's the thing is like, I I feel like I'd be more, at least from what I've seen from Finn this episode. The apology didn't him,
0: fix everything.
1: Exactly. Like, I could see him thinking that this would be like, oh, I can get them all back if I like am nice to them. But it doesn't really come off that way, which I appreciate because Finn is terrible.
0: Totally. <laughs> like, so yeah. Rory tells Brit that her wish has been granted because she, she and Finn, while they were talking, Finn had like a smile on his face. Which Rory yeah. saw. And, uh, Britt's like, no, I know my wish wasn't granted because Finn was not happy at all, and, yeah. uh, I know you're not a leprechaun, bye.
1: Yeah, well, cause, yeah, cause Rory's like, I want my pot of gold, and she's like, no. No. Which we all knew was coming anyway, but it's just like, ugh, gross. Gross. Very gross.
0: And then Santana's yeah. final wish to Rory is to please disappear.
1: Yeah, and then Rory gets shoved in some lockers.
0: Great. Then we're at breadsticks again for the second dinner of the episode. It's Hudson and Hummel this time, so we've got Finn, Kurt, Carol, and Bert. They're discussing the future if Bert wins, how uh, the couple, Carol and Bert, plan to move to D.C., and Mm -hmm. maybe Finn will take over the tire shop, and then Kurt is worried about Bert's heart.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, especially because he knows that he's going up against Sue, who will make life hell for him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, before we get to anything else, I just did want to point out the line where um, they're talking about moving to D.C. potentially, and Bert is like, yeah, it's fine, because, you know, you guys are graduating, Kurt's going to go to college, and you're technically going to be an adult, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, like, it's such a good well, line for he's, Finn, He's like, you know,
0: football scholarship or something.
1: Well, he... he, he Follows it up with that. But I just love the line, you're going to be technically an adult, too. <laughs> well,
0: he doesn't want to pressure Finn.
1: Into going to college, which it's hard for Finn. Um, Anyway, yeah, so Bert does tell Kurt, like, he's like, no, it's going to be fine. Um, I learned to, like, be resilient and fight for what I believe in from you, Kurt. And yeah. it's like, oh, how sweet.
0: Then but... Sue interrupts their family dinner by presenting burnt with like a heart attack food it's just a big burrito of, no, it's or... a big
1: cheeseburger
0: it's something but yeah. mind you we're at a restaurant this is food she right. brought in how bizarre uh why didn't they just have the scenes somewhere else if they were gonna have sue do that whatever I,
1: I, from what i from what i gathered it sounded like it was on the menu at is this it? restaurant i
0: thought it was at <laughs> i thought it was on a menu at a different place because they're it at breadsticks be.
1: That's true. I don't know why breadsticks would sell big, gross burgers, but, like, whatever. Um,
0: Sue has decided to refocus her interest on special needs uh, and moving funding towards special needs children away from the arts to special needs. Which,
1: like, like you pointed out at the beginning of this episode, was kind of the... Of her campaign in the first place, she's inspired by her sister working for healthcare type of stuff. And she uses her sister again in this little bit to be like, you know, my sister was special needs, and like the first thing that gets cut in a recession is the special needs program. There are kids at McKinley who who are special needs kids, and they don't even have a class or even a teacher to teach them because like we just didn't have the budget for it. And like we need to prioritize that. Yeah, Um, that sucks. Yeah, Yeah. well, and that's it, it also doesn't address the thing where it's like, Sue literally spends what seems like millions of dollars yeah. on her cheerleading group. It also all the time doesn't
0: address the underlying problem of like schools being underfunded in general.
1: Right. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Next scene is back at McKinley. Rick the stick is bullying Rory. Yep. And Finn intervenes finally. Only took exactly. a whole episode of this kid getting bruised. Uh, for yeah. someone to say something, and then Finn's like, No, I won't tell Mr. Shu about on you. I'll tell Coach Beast, so does does Shannon run the hockey team also?
1: I don't know i I feel like the reason that they used it that way is because Shannon is more physically intimidating than she's, will Shuster. She's
0: definitely more scary,
1: yeah, um, I don't know it it does scare the hockey players off, which. Leads to Finn telling Rory that he knows how it feels to be the new kid that nobody likes. Because that's definitely true. Yeah. Um,
0: And Rory apologizes to Finn. Yeah, for
1: not preventing Brittany leaving the Glee Club.
0: Yeah. And uh, then Finn admits, like, his cowardice, basically. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Finn brings Rory into the choir room to sing a sad sad song because guess what he's now in glee club everybody we're going to keep yes. having this stereotype just peppered through a couple well, more episodes here
1: Yeah what's weird what's weird and kind of gross about this is that so like glee is kind of bemoaning its slow death um yeah. as as the scene starts and then Finn arrives bearing you know bearing the gifts of uh, of Rory's, you know, ability to sing. Yeah, um, but he's ability using it as to kind exist like...
0: so that they have enough people to compete.
1: Right, but I feel like he's kind of using it as, like, a, like, political ploy to, like, try mm-hmm. to regain leadership foothold in the Glee Club. And I'm just like, totally. fuck you, Finn. Like, it, that is definitely you.
0: what's happening. Like, he wants yeah. clout because because he's not a good leader. He needs, like, actual...
1: Like yeah, he, markable he has to...
0: achievements to prove yes. that he is deserving of leadership.
1: Right. And then Rory sings, "Take care of yourself." It has an impressive falsetto bit. Which... Yeah,
0: I have the same. Yeah. I have the same note. That's the really only thing of note of the song, though.
1: Well, the the other thing I, to be fair, in my notes I wrote down Rory sings "Danny Boy" and then I crossed that out and put "Take care of yourself." Nice. Um, I'm sure it's coming. Um, but uh, the other thing is that. Rory smiles through this whole thing. He does, which is just how Damien McGinty's face kind of looks. <laughs> which is fine, except for when you're singing this like sad ballad. Yeah, like, it doesn't yes. make sense. Sure. To be all like cheery happy when you're it's singing. It's time about, for like, us to part with this
0: big ass ear to ear grin <laughs> on my face.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, the um, falsetto
0: section is good. Kurt's like territorial.
1: Yes. Sort of
0: vibe is great. Like Rachel looks over at him like, Hey, did do you hear that? And Kurt's just like, Whatever, I don't want to talk about it.
1: What's funny is she kinda like nudges him, which <laughs> is fun acting. Um But there is a montage that kind of cuts as this song is going on, as Glee likes to do. Um, We see some of the treble tones rehearsing and some of the, you know, a ridge Glee Club members kind of looking in from the door, waving. I have
0: one thing to say about the choir room setup before we get get into the other uh, flashes. Blaine, Rachel, and Kurt are sitting in that order. Uh, My question is, why is Kurt sitting next to Rachel? Why are they friends right now? Aren't they political yeah, also, rivals?
1: Also, why isn't he sitting next to Blaine, his boyfriend? Whatever. I I guess that's fine. You don't have to always sit next no, to each No, you don't always
0: have to sit next to the person you're dating. The heteros but do in this show, you, but...
1: Yeah. Well, but you could at least use them as a buffer between you and your terrible ex-friend who went <laughs> yes. behind your back and ruined your chances to get into Miata because she's Yeah, why aren't they sitting...
0: Why aren't they sitting Rachel, Blaine, Kurt? I... the reason why they're not is that there's no loyalty to actual story that is happening throughout the show. You know, it doesn't matter because like, what if somebody didn't watch the end part of the last episode, they wouldn't know that Kurt has reasons to be mad at Rachel. Other than that jowls line from (laughs) earlier.
1: I was going to say, he does have, he does have the jowls line. Also, Maggie, it was in the recap. Um, no, but yeah, you're right. It's it's weird that they're sitting. It's inconsistent. You know, or... Yes. Um, the so we see the treble tones. Like I was saying, Artie, Mike, and Tina are all like waving at Mercedes, and then Santana's kind of like, stop that. Kind of in the same vein that, like yeah. Shane was telling Mercedes not to fraternize with the enemy. Yeah. Um.
0: Definitely. So
1: yeah, and then uh, we also get some little bits of Puck and Shelby putting Beth down for like sleep time yeah um, and
0: then the final shot of the whole ding dang episode is this very sad morose number uh with shelby and puck smoochin yeah, sharing kiss. a kiss
1: an inappropriate awful terrible really bad kiss yeah 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 it's not great it's, thanks glee
0: it's pretty bad
1: <laughs> yeah um, which to be fair like I, I'll I'll give this to Glee. This is a dramatic television show. Yeah. They are doing things and this is actually I feel like a fairly
0: It's an interesting storyline.
1: Yeah, and it like I feel like if you're in a high school setting,
0: this is this it has to yeah. come up at least once. It exactly. did when Will sang the police to Rachel. Right, uh,
1: exactly. So why are we doing it again?
0: <laughs> We're doing it again but, like, because this time it's a boy and a lady, which means it's chill.
1: No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know it's reminds, not. No, I it reminds know it's you the
1: not. South Park episode where Ike is dating his like kindergarten teacher. Yeah, it's um, bad. And all the police officers when sure. when his brother tells the police officers are like nice like
0: <laughs> yeah that, I mean that's the general mindset right like I, I yeah. get that there's media to like try to deconstruct that like that's what that random South Park episode might have been intended to do who fucking right, sure. knows with that garbage <laughs> also who
1: knows yeah it's true it's just gross it doesn't it's gross. it feels weird it's it gross and it's bad be- like it's it.
0: listen we know Puck has had relations with older women he's exactly. down to bone the cougs right Which... but like shelby's not just a coog one she's young she's younger than than a cougar sure i think yes it's hard to judge and I, we shouldn't be it's putting true. women into these categories it's gross um
1: <laughs> yes but... agreed
0: Shelby is a teacher, like at yes. Puck's school, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the biggest most problematic thing here. Also Shelby she is a teacher is Puck parenting is
0: a Puck's biological baby. They probably yeah. shouldn't do any sort of kissing, any sort of no. touching. That's nothing. No. No. Three foot D- diameter didn't... distance all the time.
1: Didn't, didn't they see the kids are all right? This never goes well. It goes bad. Um, Did you
0: see Mark Ruffalo? He tore that family <laughs> apart. Tore it apart.
1: So that's where the episode ends. Let's, let's save the rest of our upsetness with the episode for the podcast business.
0: Podcast business. Podcast business. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important. Because, because gold stars are a metaphor, are a metaphor for, for me being a star. star. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yeah, no problem. And also, thank you, Maggie Rachel Hybrid, who puts in her hours so faithfully every every episode. You're oh, welcome. God, no. Get back in your cage. Um,
0: it's alive. Get back in the cage. Quiet. <laughs> anyway,
1: um, let's start off the week like we normally do with our gold stars. Maggie, who are you giving yes. a gold star to this week?
0: Bert Hummel. Ooh. Bert Hummel is my gold star this week.
1: I also am giving my gold star to Bert Hummel because. Let's just be real. Like
0: he's the, he's the only one exactly. who deserves one.
1: Like I, the only other person I would say might deserve one is Brittany.
0: What about Santana? Maybe Santana's Santana?
1: so mean to Rory, though. And like I don't like he's a gross pervy person, but also like still a person.
0: Well, she's she's yes. territorial now that she knows that she and she and Brittany are dating. Yeah, like you yeah. no. no fly zone.
1: This episode is not full of a lot of winners.
0: Bert gets it because his intentions yes. are good. His speeches are pretty good yeah. for the most part. Uh, and he doesn't want to pressure Finn into doing something yep. he doesn't want to do. Well, that's that was, nice. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, I was that's say, about the, it.
1: The dinner scene, the Hummel Hudson home dinner scene at Breadstick's. Um, was the part that really sold it for me? Mostly because Bert has the little bit about like telling Kurt he's like I learned it from you to like you know stand up for what you believe in, and I was like, oh, that that tugs at my heartstrings, yeah. and it feels good. Yeah, it is
0: very sweet. I- I'm I'm tempted tempted to give it to sure. Bertana also be- just because of their yes. like date. It's yes. so great. So- sorry, I'm just about I'm about <laughs> do think, it.
1: Do you think they kissed okay. before or after? Brittany Eats Cat Poop. Oh. <laughs> anyway, let's move to best number.
0: <laughs> God. So
1: let's go through the numbers of the episode. The last number was, of course, Take Care of Yourself by Rory. Um, before that, we had Candyman by The Troubletones. Before that, we had I've Been Waiting for a Girl Like You by Puck.
0: Acoustic Guitar Yes, man. And before that,
1: we had Last Friday Night, Spearheaded by Blaine. And then before that, we had...
0: Kermit the Frog.
1: Yes, Being Green by Rory as well.
0: I don't really appreciate Kermit's, like, basically titular tune.
1: Being bastardized by the show. Yeah, it's...
0: Okay. Kermit's song, like, Being Green, has nothing to do about being Irish. No, it doesn't. It's just about being the actual color green. Roy doesn't have to be. He just dresses in green every day.
1: To give some credit to both Jim Henson and Glee, the idea is being green is like feeling lonely, like feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and sure, I I know I'm taking it too literally. I just want to be angry. Okay,
1: that is one of the things that is very worthy of being angry about for this episode, you can't have an Irish character that's just literally a terrible stereotype. Like
0: That is a leprechaun for most of like, the episode. It's just poor
1: writing. Poor writing, poor concept, poor everything. Just make him a normal person.
0: Well, they found out that Damien McGinty was going to win the Glee Project, and they're like, well, okay, someone call right. Allie. She's gonna write this episode about, <laughs> about the Irish leprechaun, kid
1: because he never stops smiling.
0: Yeah, being green's not sure. really on my list of of anything. Uh last Friday night by Blaine is yeah, fun, but really,
1: really wholesome. You know really what is it?
0: Yeah, very kids' bop, and all the the costumes in that scene are also extremely yes. kids' bop.
1: Like okay, everyone's outfits. Yeah, just strange.
0: The next one I've been waiting for, "A Girl Like You." It's way t- there way too much sexual <laughs> yes, energy in exactly. the- yes. this lullaby. Agreed. So it's got to be out for me. And take care of yourself. The final song. Is not for me either, honestly. The falsetto part is cool, sort of Frankie yeah. valli esque, but you're right. Like the, the sort of eerie grin. <laughs> it's yeah,
1: like, take care of yourself in hell. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. Obviously, the best song in the episode yes, is Candyman. That, that's the, the thing.
1: There is a correct answer this week, and it is Candyman, because it is literally one Man. of the best performances Not only of Glee, is it the highest yeah.
0: quality. Yeah, it's like like so high quality, and it's set design and like artistic yes. reference, but also it's sung beautifully by voices we don't yes. hear enough of. So I'm not, yes. I'm about
1: same it. Candyman all the way. I'm so excited. There's another number coming up in like an episode or two. I really hope. I don't know. I haven't actually checked, but I love the trouble tones.
0: Yeah, I love the trouble tones. The trouble tones are amazing and. I wish Trouble Tones had been the choir yeah. from the start, uh, because there are so many men's stories and I'm yeah, bored. that's rare. And they do so many bad yeah. things. Yes. Like Finn, like, no. not, not doing anything when Rory was getting bullied. Or like Puck, seducing this, yeah. the, the mother of his child inappropriately. Yeah. I was going to
1: say, you don't actually have to finish the statement when you say Finn. You can just say, like Finn. <laughs>
0: Like Finn. there's no yeah, like will. Oh
1: God, no, it's
0: like yeah, no kidding.
1: I mean, to be fair, he did he did have his property vandalized, which does usually strike some like fear into your heart. That's the point of vandalism. but yeah, I suppose. it's anyway, i I see where you're coming from, and I agree. obviously, the problem is that the showrunners for the show are three men. So obviously this is a mans story yes. told by men. That features some women in it because they <laughs> oh. had to in order to make it seem diverse.
0: Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> along those dang. lines,
1: what do you want to give this episode on a slushy rating?
0: I think I'm going to give it like a three. About a three. There's just some good gay interaction between Britanna that I really like. I like that Brittany never, like she sees through Rory's yes. ruse. That's I mean, good, I'm, I guess. I'm
1: really tired. Like we had the episode last season where they all were like, we have to keep Britney's belief in santa real and i'm like why is this a plot
0: <laughs> why
1: so, yeah
0: hey guess what britney can believe in santa in santa without all of you doing like a huge scheme <laughs> exactly. about it um
1: i i'm gonna go with two out of five slushies personally the problem is that i love the trouble tones and britanna
0: yeah the so trouble tones much. are so yeah. good and, like, it's, this They're episode so good. is
1: obviously super tainted by the fact that like i want believe me I love Ireland. I love Irish people. Yeah. I hate Rory Flanagan. <laughs> like, he's awful.
0: Was it Was it just, was the world a different place in 2011 so much that, like, stereotype, like, this heavy stereotype was just allowed in storytelling? It's so I mean, lazy. I think
1: part of it is that it's a culturally, a, like, I, I don't think this is, I don't think it's appropriate, but I think it's, by terms of our culture, a culturally appropriate stereotype because the Irish are white people. So like, obviously, you can't you yeah. can't go too far with you know stereotyping white people because that's not a thing. Whereas like, it can be like there's still cultural like you can you can make a bad choice like you're saying and do something like this. I think part of it is that this isn't the like really egregious Irish stereotype or like he's not drunk and Catholic. Yeah. So I mean. He actually, that's, he actually that's might good, be Catholic, but it's not a big part of his personality. So, yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's just the problem is that they made him, like, an innocuous or, or like, a seemingly innocuous Irish stereotype where it's like, I love America. Yeah. And, like, I, you know.
0: But his main character trait is being exactly. Irish. And that
1: should never be anyone's main, like, like, being whatever your ethnicity is shouldn't be. A character trait the main thing like yeah i yeah. agree it's I, i just it's so lazy they were like damien mcginty has to be on the show so i i guess we're gonna make him into a leprechaun
0: they i guess they just couldn't have someone who has an irish accent without belaboring <laughs> the point
1: uh, yeah i guess well to be fair i'm not that surprised at this uh, point how
0: will people people will think he's american if we don't have a whole episode about how he's maybe a leprechaun <laughs> jesus people will just think he's an american who talks funny we have to we have to do this this is necessary and then like Allie was just like yeah ryan get i get it okay (laughs) yeah make sure you use the
1: phrase pot of gold in there somewhere oh god please don't make me ryan no you have to (laughs) okay okay i guess i'll do it then
0: i guess i'll change the episode title because we filmed everything
1: I guess part of it is that they think that, like... Because we we have... We we talked about it a little bit a couple episodes ago, but, like, Finn is obviously a very good example of, like, how terrible toxic masculinity is. Because even we saw in this episode, he can't even have friends that are men because he's uncomfortable with that. Puck, on the other hand, is, like, not... Like, he is super masculine, but he's not... He doesn't seem super obsessed with coming off as masculine. Like, he just... Is
0: He's more, like, subtly masculine in that he wants to fuck anything <laughs> right. that moves. Which is not, like, an inherent trait of being masculine in a right. healthy way, but it's definitely a big part of toxic yeah. masculinity. Which,
1: I, like, that's part of his, I want to, like, Rory, obviously, they have this plotline that's driven by the fact that he is a teenage boy, so obviously he wants to have sex. He wants yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Like, it's stupid, and I hate it. And I don't want it.
0: I think it's also very stupid. So that's
1: this episode. (laughs) I like this season of Glee so far. Like, this episode isn't the best one of this season. In fact, I would say it's definitely the worst one we've had so far. But, like, this season has Mm -hmm. been way better than some of the first I agree. Like, it's just better in general.
0: The, yeah, the songs have been pretty good, too. Yeah. I think is something to mention. Like, there's been pretty good songs, song yeah. selection so far, and
1: like performance has also just been good too. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if this trend actually continues or if this was just a just a ruse that we fell for.
0: But that's that's just about everything. So let's do some podcast business yes. part two, which is plugging
1: ourselves. You can find us online. Um, you can tweet us at S Hate Glee, or you can find us on Facebook. I post on twitter about it and um we encourage you to let us know about your gold stars your slushy ratings and your best numbers for episodes
0: it validates our very angry yes and also
1: it lets us talk to people about how thankful we are that beyonce hadn't made lemonade by this point
0: yes oh my oh my (laughs) god yes
1: so god think
0: think about like the like the gymnastics they would do (laughs) to set that up yeah you know like they would have they would have to have some couple like exist for one Uh, who would they have play beyonce definitely mercedes right
1: like it's a crime otherwise right like it's an actual crime
0: yeah it's bad it's really bad if they don't (laughs) but her and her
1: boyfriend i guess like that we don't know anything about. We also have an email, glee at gmail.com. You can send us longer form thoughts there. We always love getting, getting them, hearing from you.
0: We'd love to add your ideas to yes. the mythos. Um,
1: and if you want to support us, you can find us on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash Um, And we have some bonus content as well as access to notes and things like that. And we also donate the majority of those donations to us. We donate them in turn to groups like the Trevor Project in order to try to do some of the things that Glee claimed it wanted to do, but didn't really seem to succeed in. Um, And also, if you could leave us reviews on iTunes.
0: There are other places that you can find us individually. Sam has a podcast called All Out Brawl that he does with his boyfriend, Chris. It's about Magic the Gathering and the different play styles that exist within Magic the Gathering. Uh, you can check me out at my website mcar.biz. Ooh,
1: got that dot biz.
0: I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The mcar.net was two dollars more, so you know I went for that dot yeah. biz. No,
1: that's I I I got dot info for mine because samuelcar.com was already taken. But my website sucks, so don't go there.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's everything. Um, next week, we're going to be back to talk about Season 3, Episode 5, The First Time.
0: I am excited about this episode. I'm not. I'm excited about this episode a lot. Have, do you know what it is?
1: It, don't they do West Side Story? And also, there's like a sex plot line again. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but it, no, Hooray. it's
0: it's a very good sex plot line. <laughs>
1: Because it includes I'm, gay people. Sure. Well, yes. Yeah, the, I,
0: the premise is that Rachel and Blaine need to become sexual animals so that they can perform better. Oh, my God. <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Blaine isn't already a sexual animal. I know. Come on. Anyway, that's fine. We'll be back next week to discuss that. Until next time, I've been Sam.
0: And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee.
1: From the top. <laughs>
0: pa ba 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 ba!